0: Welcome to the Breakthrough Results Podcast. I'm your host, Gage Miller, along with my co-host, Luke Master Mastrocerio. In today's episode, we talk about the state of health in today's society, Luke's personal weight loss journey to losing 80 plus pounds, and then we give you six action steps that you can start doing today to start your own weight loss journey. Let's get started. All right, so if we're just gonna talk about the current state of health in, the, in America right now, or even where we live in the Midwest, man, what do you kind of think tends to be the biggest problem with people you know it could be anything from chronic health conditions or diseases or just going to the doctor man like what do you think with specifically where we live that that we're seeing as nutrition coaches and then I'll, you know we'll get your opinion and then I'll give mine too uh,
1: i think like the biggest problem that we typically see is just the lack of people moving or doing anything to benefit themselves a lot of people are stuck in like Non motivational ruts where they're just essentially being lazy, where a lot of the population is lazy and doesn't do anything. And then a lot of people, especially where we're around in like the Midwest area, there's not much to do in the city. So a lot of people just spend their work at their weekends like overindulging with a lot of drinking and then even less movement and then less movement from being hungover. And essentially, a lot of people just wash their whole weekends away as a loss.
0: No, and I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think it's just realistically, you know, from a nutrition coach standpoint, when you're looking at, you know, the chronic, the chronic disease that is really affecting people. You know, obviously we have type two diabetes, we have coronary heart disease, and we have all these things that are running rampant in the United States. But especially, you know, where we live in the Ohio River Valley in the Midwest, right? So. I definitely think movement is is a huge portion of it, and I I agree. I think a lot of people, since there's no beaches, you know, there's not a lot of outdoor activity unless you know you're hunting or you're doing something like that. There's something about I don't want to say society, but society and the culture here, where a lot of people will not be very active, and I, I think you hit the nail on the head with movement. I think it's just. So many people will live for the weekend and then on the weekend, you know, they're drinking or they're going out or they're partying and then, you know, they're working their nine to five job or they're working from home and they're just not getting a lot of movement and activity in because, you know, here we have obviously the seasons, we have winter and winter here is like gray for like four or five months. So because of that, a lot of people aren't outside getting sunshine and that's, I mean, it's a huge, that's half the year, you know, this year we're kind of lucky because it's October and it's still, you know, seventies on some days. but realistically when November hits, December hits, seasonal depression hits and people's movement just goes out the door. Their effort and drive goes out the door. And then you see January roll around with all the New Year's resolutions, right? So what do you think like as as a newer coach and just kind of what you see, you know, with your friends and then people in your family and just in your environment that you're seeing from, and I know you have a unique family history, If, if you want to touch on it, it's totally up to you, man. But I know, you know, What's kind of what you're seeing with chronic diseases or like obesity or type 2 diabetes Just that's kind of like affected your own life, you know?
1: Yeah, so like my whole one side of my family is all pretty much overweight. Like I've dealt with it my whole life with a lot of my family being overweight and being overweight myself. And I feel like a lot of it is almost like a generational thing or just like a societal thing where you see... All these people, both physically and mentally, kind of doing the same thing, and you're just like, eh, you're kind of almost just chalking your life up as another number. So it's almost like both health-wise and mental-wise, a lot of people almost just give up and don't really try to do a lot of things to change it, or they're kind of just like okay with things being mediocre and just life being kind of already set out for them. And I feel like that's kind of a big thing in a lot of small like Midwest towns or smaller towns where a lot of people are just kind of like almost like afraid or indifferent about changing a lot of things. I feel like social media somewhat has helped, somewhat made it worse, depending on the way that you view it, where a lot of people have seen other people like look really good and they either have a thought of, damn, I want to look like that, so they try really hard to change it, or they're like, I'll never look like that, so they turn towards food or other things that are just kind of like, eh, fuck it. My life will never be like that. So I feel like growing up in the like west side of town and kind of seeing everyone grow up, go to college in the same town, get a job after college, and end up just having a family and never leaving the little area, a lot of people are kind of just like, chalking life up is this is the way it's supposed to be instead of doing
0: no and i think i think it's really insightful you know even people in my family have struggled with chronic diseases type 2 diabetes coronary heart disease uh you know high blood pressure stuff like that and i think for me like one of the most frustrating things is understanding that you do have the power to make some changes in your life and you, you know, granted, you also have to have the motivation to do so. But like you said, if somebody's chalking it up to, you know, this is just how my life is now or for lack of a better word or description, they've just given up, you know, that's something that that really breaks my heart as a nutrition coach, even from my family. And I know that you have your family experience with it, but I think that there's just such a gap in people, having resources to change things. I know, you know, the topic that we're talking about is, you know, the chronic state of health or the state of health in general in the United States and especially where we live specifically because it hits close to home. But the reality is, is we see so many people that just give up on where they're at in life and, you know, this is just where I'm at, you know, kind of this is the hole that I dug. So I'm going to lie in it. And the reality is, and people need to realize and wake up and understand that you do have the power to make a change. That doesn't mean it's going to be a quick fix. And that's one of the other reasons why a lot of places in the US, you see a lot of weight loss clinics pop up. You see, you know, a lot of surgery centers pop up because if you look at time delay, right? If you want to fix something, if you're obese or, you know, you want to fix something about yourself physically or how you look, you can just go get surgery and you wake up the next day and boom, it's done. It doesn't require a lot of effort. doesn't require a lot of sacrifice or work. So I think to me it's just really relevant and really important that people understand that there are resources out there and that you can make a change and that you don't just need to give up on where you're at in life. You can, you know, you can start small, you don't have to do these massive things. So kind of what I'm curious to get your opinion about from your own weight loss journey, which we can cover that today or on another episode, whatever, man. But I think I'm curious to kind of see what would you advise somebody that maybe is starting to be they're around their family like that. They're exposed to that or maybe it's their friends. And they maybe want to make a life change because they're not happy with their current health, you know What are some tips that maybe you would give people just to start and then and I'll kind of come in and give some of my own
1: A lot of people like to overcomplicate fitness I feel like with the new wave of like health coaches and people uh, Everyone trying to monetize off of fitness and their own transformations a lot of people are like you have to do X Y Z before you do ABC and then you can do EFG and it's like these 20 step processes when In all actuality, everyone loses weight the same way. There's obviously different variables through uh, different like health conditions like PCOS or hormones when they're introduced. But for most typically people, they need to eat less and move more. It's relatively simple. Obviously there are different nuances on how to have someone do that better ways than others and more strategic ways to do it than just doing a lot of like the fad diets that are out there. But when it comes down to basic science, it's relatively simple. So I feel like a lot of people, if they want to start and want to change something, they just need to focus on doing the little habits and getting themselves set up for long-term success as opposed to using all the motivation that they have and trying to do it all relatively quickly. If you're able to set yourself up from day one, if you say your goal is to lose 100 pounds, if you set yourself up, to lose this 100 pound goal and the first three months of your journey, you start simply just walking every day, going to the gym, maybe once or twice a week and just eating like home cooked meals, you're probably going to see yourself lose 20 pounds already, depending on your body fat percentage and stuff like that. So if you just focus on doing the little things, when times do get hard and when motivation is gone, you're going to be able to resort to discipline and resort to habits that you've already instilled to keep yourself going instead of just falling off when you have that short-term motivation. A lot of people get motivation, which happens pretty much every year around this time with the holidays and after holiday season, everyone's like, damn, I feel like a fat bastard. I'm going to start strong in the new years and people have that quick little spurt and they lose like that five to six pounds in like two weeks and then that motivation has gone and they just fall off because too many people try to do too many things at once instead of focusing on the little important things and stacking small-scale victories to get that long-term goal.
0: Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And you know, if you decide that you want to make a change realistically, just from 13 years of doing this and, you know, helping people transform their lives, one of the biggest things, and I, I totally agree, man. I think the biggest thing that so many people try to do is bite off more than they can chew. So Holidays will roll around, January rolls around, and people try to change everything about your life. You know, you'll try to change your eating habits, you'll try to change your work, your workouts, you'll try to start going to the gym. Maybe you don't go at all. And you'll start trying to do cardio. And then, you know, you may start a fad diet. So these are all things that you have no habits built around. And I agree. I think trying to make so many changes at one time is setting yourself up for success because once that motivation runs out. And especially, you know, God forbid you don't see results, but unfortunately a lot of people don't because they're trying to do so many changes and basically just take a shotgun approach to losing weight or transforming their lives or making themselves happier that they feel better. Trying to do all these things at one time is going to ultimately set you up for, you know, failure because you don't have the simple habits built in that are going to make you successful, even if it's going on a walk every day or changing some simple component about your diet, trying to get more protein in. Or hell, even understanding how many calories you need to eat. These are all simple things that you can use today to get started if you want to make a change. But the reality is you do not need to take a shotgun approach and start doing all these things, because if you can't, if you can't start putting in these habits into your everyday life and make sure that you can stack them correctly to where you do them every day and build on them, just like building a house, right? If you can't build that foundation brick by brick by instilling one thing at a time, If you just, it's literally like trying to just drop a house, right? It's like, boom, done. It's not going to happen. You have to build it. So that's one of the biggest pieces of advice that I know that, you know, we've done videos on and that we've talked to clients about it, but I think that's solid. And I definitely think that a lot of people really need to listen to that is if you want to make a change, find simple habits that you can implement into your daily life that you can start doing and then stack those habits after say 30 days, pick one for 30 days. If it's going on a walk. If it's taking a multivitamin, if it's eating more protein, tracking your calories, you know, there's a lot you can pick from. Just pick one, roll with it for a month, and then add another one, and then you stack them. Because if you think about, it, if you add a new habit over a year, right? Because let's be real, if you want to lose like, you know, you said, man, you want to lose 100 pounds, it's not going to happen in three months. And all there's all kinds of bullshit out there that says that you can lose a crazy amount of weight in a short amount of time. It's not real because it's not sustainable. Nothing about it about that program or diet or thing that you're buying, supplement, whatever create sustainability for the rest of your life. So I definitely think doing something like that and stacking that every 30 days over the course of a year, you're going to be a completely different person. So that's kind of where I I would start, guys, to be completely honest. Um, And I'm curious, which again, we don't have to dive too deep into it today. um, I'm just trying to keep the episode kind of short, but I'm curious though, I know you touched on what advice you would give, but kind of What's some of the ways that you started your own weight loss journey? Like what are some of the simple habits that you started to change when you dropped your 82 pounds?
1: Yeah, so when I first started losing weight, uh, I kind of, I never tracked or anything like that initially. I first started losing weight when I was uh, my, towards the end of my freshman year of college. So it was after my freshman year, after I got, stopped going track competitively, um, I was like 300 pounds, something around there. Um, I just kind of stopped weighing myself towards the end because I hated seeing the number on the scale. Um, But just knowing what I looked like, I was definitely up towards like the 295, 300 range. And I never really was like meticulously measuring my food or even doing like uh, insane amounts of cardio. The main thing I started doing and focusing on was just going to the gym more consistently. I had been training for track Uh, with the team for a long while. And when I was uh, no longer competing, I kind of like lost the motivation to train. So for me, uh, I was already walking to class and everything. So I was getting, I never checked my steps, but I was probably getting anywhere from like 10 to 13,000 to 15,000 range every day walking across campus. So like movement wasn't an issue for me, but it was mainly my food habits and my relationship to food as well as going out on the weekends. So uh, when I was initially uh, performing for track, We were eating like a pound of meat after practice like i was eating like three chicken breasts and like two burgers and then i was going up and getting like mac and cheese and uh just as much food as i could because i was trying to be as big as strong as possible obviously not the right way to do it now looking back on it and the knowledge that i have now but in the moment i was so focused on just consuming as much and trying to get as strong as possible so it's almost like i had to relearn how to eat and my relationship with food where a lot of it just started with me focusing on having smaller portions, um, focusing on my protein intake and just thinking about smarter foods instead of doing like a bunch of mac and cheese. Like, hey, let's get like potatoes or rice today. Let's not get something that's super calorically dense, but let's do stuff that helps us in our performance where I never was tracking everything like with a food scale to a T like that. But it was more so that I did intuitive eating just because I'd had a lot of years of knowledge with performance, both in the gym and with nutrition, but just changing the way I thought about food and not seeing it as such of a necessity uh, for eating as much as I needed to, but more or less just understanding how much my body needed to get the goals that I wanted now. So having that mind shift and that performance shift took a little bit of an adjustment for me to do, but overall it ended up not being super hard, just understanding my portion control, essentially.
0: Yeah. And, you know, man, that that's really helpful. And, you know, for you guys listening, that's Luke's journey is really inspiring for what he's gone through. I mean, he dropped 82 pounds and he's really good at articulating what he started doing from a real world application. And, And that's what makes him a good coach. But the reality is, you know, when you guys listen to that and you take that in, you know, for what it's worth, and then you want to do some, you want to take some action, you want to do some action steps, you know, apply some things, what he's trying to communicate to you guys. And I just want to drive it home here. Luke is that he's, he just started being conscious of the food he was putting in his body. And I think that sounds oversimplified, but it really couldn't be more accurate, really trying to focus on, okay, what am I eating every day? That's making me feel the way that I feel, or if I want to lose weight, you know, because I'm gaining weight, what am I putting in my mouth every day? And it has to start there. But so many people will try to come up with this miraculous magic thing and it's really that simple. And this could be something as simple as looking up healthy foods. If you don't, if you have no idea how to grocery shop and you have no idea what to buy, right? One of the best things that I would recommend doing is eating the perimeter of the store. And again, very simple tip. That's, you can read about that, you can look that up, but eating in the perimeter of the store and eating most of your food from there, your daily calorie intake, you can start being more conscious about eating healthy foods, eating fresh foods. And again, we want to have balance. So I'm not saying you can't enjoy a snack here and there that's in the middle of the store, you know, that type of thing, because I want you guys to be happy and live a balanced life. But if you're serious about making a change, you know, take Luke's advice. Understand that just being conscious of what you're putting in your mouth to get started, to put one foot in front of the other can be impactful over the long run. It really can and it's so important that you all realize that and that you take that step and you implement it. So yeah,
1: actually one of the like first ways that I started like kind of understanding cause when I first started trying to lose weight, I was at college, I lived in a dorm room, I didn't have access to like food, I didn't have money for groceries. Uh, so it would be like, <clears throat> I would watch YouTube videos of like my favorite influencers or people doing their, what I eat in a day or like what, uh, like uh, just things like that, like watching them grocery shop and seeing the meals that they would make. Like obviously I wasn't going to go to the grocery store and buy like chicken and chickpeas and make what this guy's making on YouTube. But I would then go to the dining hall and try to replicate that to a degree where I'm like, okay, this guy had a large sort of serving of protein and he had a pretty calorically dense uh, carbohydrate source. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to mimic that. And doing little things like that is pretty much how I learned how to intuitively eat. I didn't know my macros or my like overall caloric intake pretty much ever when I was at the beginning of my weight loss journey where most people can get away with to a degree just c- consciously trying to pr- consume more protein where in all actuality you don't really need to have too anal about your tracking unless you're trying to get relatively lean. If you're someone who's already pretty overweight... If you're just conscious about your food intake and your movement, you're going to see a scale change. It's once you want to take it up a notch, that tracking and everything like that becomes pretty important so you can actually see your food intake.
0: True, true. And, you know, coming from somebody who's coached hundreds of weight loss clients, that that hits the nail on the head. It really does, guys. So don't overcomplicate it. That's one of the other pieces of advice that I cannot stress enough to give you. Make sure that you are not overcomplicating what you are doing. So just what Luke said, just being mindful of what you're putting in the body. You don't have to know all of your macros and all of the things. Now, calories will play a part. They will. But what Luke's trying to communicate with you all is if you're conscious about what you're eating and you're focusing on getting movement and being active, if you are overweight and you're looking to make a change in the body, you will start seeing a scale drop. But there will come a time and place where knowing your calories and knowing your protein and that type of stuff will be relevant. But if you're just starting, it doesn't have to be right now and it doesn't have to be overcomplicated. You can start making progress, doing these simple things that actually matter and making a real change in your life. And that's something that I just really wanna drive home on this first episode for you all. Um, but wow, man, I mean, that's, that's really helpful. And I think you gave a lot of really good insight, You know, just in the short amount of time we had And I really, really was hoping that we can deliver some really key points for people to take away. So real quick, Luke, and then then we'll finish up. But like if you had to give three action steps, like somebody listening to this, three action steps that they could do today. If they really want to start making a change and be more conscious about their health or maybe losing weight, what are the top three things that maybe you would tell someone?
1: Number one is I would say try to do something outside, whether that's like movement, Uh, Whether you're going to go like play a sport with your friends or something like that, but just being outside, being in nature, getting sunlight, and moving your body through multiple planes of movement is just really beneficial for you, even if you're just going for a walk. I feel like so many people are so sedentary and so fixated on the one hour of exercise that they actually get is going to be them going to the gym which we both know, and if you're someone who actually understands uh, thermodynamics and fitness and health, you understand as well that the hour that you spend in the gym isn't really that important for weight loss. You're not really burning that many calories. So just having a more like active lifestyle is gonna be a lot more beneficial for you. And simply just starting off, if you have like a dog, walk your dog every day. If you don't have a dog, wake up and go on a walk before you go into work. It's something that'll help you out a lot, both physically and mentally. Uh, The second thing that I would say, if you're just starting out, is focus a lot on like mentally what you want and where you want to go. A lot of it having a goal is really good. Having super big goals is, could be beneficial for you depending on who you are, but having ways to track your success is really, really good. Whether that's taking pictures or simply just like writing down how you feel and journaling and feeling better about yourself you losing 80 plus pounds isn't going to make you feel amazing about yourself. It'll be good. It'll be a confidence booster. But if your issue for wanting to lose weight is because you have some sort of internal issue that you're trying to solve, losing the weight isn't going to be that great thing. Your body image most likely isn't going to change from losing weight. could probably get worse. A lot of people who lose weight, gain weight, have different body image issues. But just Finding ways to love your body for what it does and how your body interacts in the world and everything that it gives you is a lot more beneficial than putting all these constraints on yourself and both putting so much fixed emphasis on things like the scale or like how much weight you're dropping, things like that. But instead, focusing on like how you feel mentally, how much strength you're gaining in the gym, how your body's moving through the world, stuff like that is a lot more beneficial for yourself mentally. Uh, than focusing on something like the scale. And the third thing is uh, kind of like you said earlier uh, in regards to eating around the perimeter of the store. A good thing that my high school football coach used to tell me, it's a little bit extreme, but it's if you can't kill it or grow it yourself, don't eat it. So it's something like if it's like a Friday night and you're like eating pizza, it's like you're not out there making that cheese and all that where it's something instead like if you're going to go and get like chicken and something for the dining hall – that's a lot better than all this processed food and just focusing on eating like whole foods. Even if you're gonna have like a cheat meal or go off on the weekend, I'd rather you go off on like oh, I had like two burgers, then oh, I ate two bags of candy, stuff like that, your body's going to be able to recomp and utilize that fuel a lot better than if you're splurging on excess processed sugars and carbohydrates and stuff like that, your body will be able to actually utilize the fuel from the excess like animal sources or carbohydrate sources as opposed to getting super high insulin spikes from having a bunch of processed sugars and stuff like that.
0: And then I will do my three guys, and I'm, I'm gonna try to keep it pretty simple. And I'm, I was thinking while Luke was talking, and he articulated a lot of good points that you guys can implement today. But I think my three, number one would be, which I know, you know Coach Luke talked about a little bit, but I think number one would be getting more movement. And I know I've done multiple videos on this, but people are so sedentary now, whether it was between COVID, uh, having an at-home job, or just American lifestyle as a whole, people are a lot more sedentary. So just get active, and that could be taking a walk. It could be spending more time outside. Like Luke said, walking your kids, walking your dog, playing with your kids, doing something that's active. Just get active every day and prioritize it. Make it important, even if it's going before work. So that would be my number one. Number two would be being conscious of the food that you're eating in your body. And I know Luke talked about Pretty much anybody in the age range from, you know, being him being a former college athlete, being in college to being an adult. So, you know, me being 32, I'm going to talk about, you know, as an adult and, you know, obviously we have Liz, we have, you know, three kids. So really focusing, prioritizing your food can be hard. I mean, it can, if you've got a family dinner or you want to go out for a function, you want to go out for the weekend, it can be hard, but just really focus on what you're putting in your body. That doesn't mean you can't have balance. But if I had to choose a percentage, I'd say 80-20, right? 80% whole nutritious foods and then 20 foods you enjoy. You follow that ratio, you should be okay. And then my third and final thing, which kind of goes with what Luke said, really prioritizing why you want to do this and what your motivation is. Because if you really want to transform your life, and this is me just speaking from experience, things will get in the way. Work will get in the way. You know, your significant other can get in the way. Life can happen, you know, sports, kids, all the things, right? Family. This stuff can impede your results, so it's really important to find out why do you wanna look in the mirror every day and be happy? What's the motivation? Is it extrinsic, meaning it's for attention, or, and not in a bad way, guys, it could just be you wanna feel better, maybe you want attention from a girl or a guy, whatever, but is it extrinsic motivation or is it intrinsic? Is it something you wanna do internally for yourself because you're sick and tired of what you see or how you, you know, in the mirror in the morning or how you feel, right? Those, those, blah, those would be my third, my top three tips that I would, definitely give anyone, clients included, that you can start implementing today. So between Luke's and mine, you have six. But other than that, we really wanted to cover you know, the health condition and the health state of where America is now, especially where we live in the Midwest, because again, it hits close to home. So I know this is our first episode, Luke, but uh, realistically for you, where would you tell somebody to go find you? Like if they wanted to look at your stuff or you know, watch your social media and look at your programming and stuff that you have?
1: uh just on instagram my instagram is uh luke mast o-u-k-e-m-a-s-t uh just which, where i post most of my stuff don't really use tiktok or anything like that looking to utilize it more but uh you'll see most of my uh information and education on instagram
0: cool and then same for me guys, You know you can find me on Instagram, it's WGM underscore fitness and then our website obviously is www.b2tmethod.com. We've got a lot of free resources there and we also have some programs and some courses that you can purchase. And then if you guys have a question, by all means, feel free to reach out. And the other thing, since we are starting a podcast, we've been wanting to do this for a while and we have got a couple of requests for it, please leave a review. Again, it's going to be a new podcast, so your reviews are going to help grow it and that's what we want. If you have any topics you want us to cover, feel free, feel free to reach out to us and just be transparent. But again, we're not really going to ask for anything. We're not going to try to sell anything on this podcast. So just make sure that you leave a review and we really want to see that we're helping people.
1: Uh, No, that's it.
0: Okay, cool. All right, guys. So make sure that you go check the website out, wb 2 tmethodcom There's all kinds of free resources on there for you. You can give Luke a follow on Instagram. You're more than welcome to follow me and check out all the stuff that we have to offer. But again, make sure you go and leave a review and leave an honest comment.